everyone, Siobhan Chapman here, and welcome to the UBS Conversations podcast channel. Today we are joined for the future of wealth, led by Melinda Hightower, the head of the Multicultural Strategic Client segment. Melinda, welcome. I'll pass it over to you. Thanks so much, Siobhan, and welcome again to the future of wealth, where we explore the power of cultural capital in advancing the arts, philanthropy, and inclusive growth. I'm Mel Hightower, head of the Multicultural Investors segment. And over the next few shows, we'll be highlighting thought leaders across UBS. With me today, I am excited to have my colleague, Alicia Brooks, who is in our Solutions and Development organization and who also headed up our recent research effort around Invest to Advance, our flagship publication. Alicia, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Mel. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. All right. Now, Alicia... Let's start with Invest Advance. Um, for those of who may not be familiar with it, can you give the audience an overview of the research and how it drives the work at UBS? Absolutely. So for our latest Investor Advance research, we surveyed 3,000-plus high-net-worth multicultural investors with over a million dollars in investable assets. Our focused cultural groups, particularly in this segment, are Black, Hispanic, and Asian high-net-worth investors. And the research ultimately provides the insights into how these investors are building their wealth, how they manage it, and what's most important for the legacies they leave behind. As someone who's multicultural, this is a particularly interesting focus for me because it taps heavily into the ideals and the values that were instilled across even my own family when it came to conversations about money saving and investing and even the major role culture plays in the decisions that we that were made in particular in particular financial ones no and i think that's great alicia in terms of really this link and i think it's really resonated with me how culture really shapes financial journeys and the way we think about wealth i think we talked about um, at UBS that really we learn some of our financial habits really early on in life. And so our experiences with our families and our communities and our culture really anchor our relationship with money, our, our thoughts about finance, and ultimately our wealth journey. So I am so excited um, about this research and the findings and, and think it's really important to the work that financial institutions uh, do. What's what's really interesting to me is that this this is the first time UBS has released work really about multicultural journeys. This is a follow-up to the first report, correct, that launched last year. That's right. I think think this was a good follow-up because we only began to scratch the surface of wealth journeys by culture with the first report. So the latest publication really takes a deeper dive into the findings to realize how Black, Hispanic, and Asian high net worth investors are also managing their investments and planning for future generations. Great. And I love how that that data is really disaggregated, right? Because it's important that we try to disaggregate as much as possible because each culture has different influences and factors and values. Sometimes they overlap, but many times they don't. And so showing it in a disaggregated way is important to highlight journeys. We just finished the celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, so I'd like to start with the findings on the journeys of Hispanic investors. The 2022 survey noted that nearly half of Hispanic investors were first or second generation Americans whose families moved to the U.S. 
And when I hear that, what comes to mind is one of the reasons is pursuit of the American dream. What does this latest installment of the research show about how Hispanic investors are thinking about the American dream? Sure. Well, Mel, particularly for high, for Hispanic investors we surveyed, the concept of achieving the American dream is truly defined by, by their ability to live their lives how they choose and even provide a better life for their future generations. So they're really, really focused on planning and making sure that whatever they, they sow now is reaped for the benefit of their heirs and their, and their extended family. Wonderful. And it's interesting to see that definition of the American dream and how it's defined by, by investors, by Hispanic investors. Now, how does that actually map on to the financial priorities that those investors have? Well, among the Hispanic investors we surveyed, three in four actually believe that they had achieved the American dream and that they can retire comfortably. In fact, the research showed that consistent with this goal, that's based on family-focused investing, they prioritize retirement planning and providing financial support for their loved ones. Interesting. Now, I what, what's so fascinating to me is that many of those investors believe that they've achieved the American dream, which is incredibly encouraging uh, to know that that has been their journey and their and the experience. Again, now we're talking about millionaire investors, so that certainly could be a reason why. Let's turn to Asian investors. Um, so we know from the 2022 Invest Advance research that Asian investors were focused on legacy in the next generation. How does that focus show up in portfolios, investment portfolios? That's a good question, Mel. The portfolios of the Asian high net worth investors we surveyed had a really higher concentration on equities that, that in fact outpaces investors overall. One interesting finding was while there was a lower overall allocation to sustainable investing compared to investors overall, their interest was significantly more, with three in five Asian Americans actually wanting to learn more about sustainable investing. Got it. So, in other words, while there's an opportunity there, there's an opportunity. Yeah, which is fantastic. And And as you think about... Um, sustainable investing, you know, and, 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 and that growth mindset, that equities orientation, given that growth mindset, how does that, what's the connection between that and return expectations for some of the sustainable investing um, areas of interest? Well, interestingly, Mel, there's no major difference in return expectations, but according to the research, the top areas of interest were actually environmental, um, like reducing pollution and waste, uh, particularly around climate change and also water conservation. So those were really top areas of focus for this investor base, which, which I felt was really interesting. That's fascinating, right? So in terms of the expectations of the Asian investors that were surveyed, I find it interesting and it actually aligns quite well with how we think about sustainable investing that it's definitely great to see that people don't discount or don't think that somehow they should be giving up returns in order to pursue their values um, with respect to investing. So I think that's fascinating that investors feel that way as well. 
Let's turn to the third and final cultural group surveyed, Black investors. So we learned through the initial Invested Advance report that Black investors were focused on supporting Black institutions. And one main way they do that is through um, philanthropic support. So in this most recent installment, what did you learn from Black investors about that focus on giving back? We learned that compared to the investors that we surveyed overall, Black high net worth investors are actually twice as likely to consider themselves as philanthropists, right? So so giving is truly a part of their fabric, and they do tend to donate higher amounts of money to causes that are most important to them. So we've identified some of those causes, um, and, and, and some of the top ones that emerge from the research are them sort of paying it forward to those who are less fortunate. Um, they do tend to donate a lot to social advocacy, social justice advocacy in particular, and also to supporting education programs. So it's, it's all about sort of that community impact, which is very fascinating for this group. Interesting in terms of the areas, and I think that maps on to sort of the reasons behind giving that we saw in that initial survey, right, around that it helps it they want to narrow the gap, uh, the wealth gap. They they want an ability to pay it forward or they're look it feels good to help people from the same background succeed. All things that showed up in that first survey that really maps on to some of the areas of giving uh that we see. And it also maps on to really my own personal experience in terms of giving and and how I think about it. Education was such a critical function um, for me and so instrumental in my life. I think even in my own personal giving, I am really, really focused on giving back to um, my alma maters because they've done so much for me. So that resonates with me deeply um, for moving forward. So this is fascinating, and it shows the distinct journeys that black investors, Asian investors, Hispanic investors are on in their wealth journeys and what's driving um, thoughts around legacy in each of those cultural groups. Any final words of wisdom that you'd like to share around the Invested Advanced Survey or things that we should keep in mind as we take a look and, and digest these findings? Absolutely. I think it's a great question because, because ultimately, Mal, Cultural empathy is critical when shaping financial advice and solutions. So at UBS, we truly understand and try to get under the hood of understanding culture and what it truly means to each one of these multicultural investors. Uh, You know, it it aligns with more than at least two-thirds of the multicultural investors we surveyed with our investor advanced research, and that's that's ultimately the, the, the core learning from that research. It's also important to keep in mind that while these are helpful indicators, everyone's journey and their pathway to wealth is different. So your experience may not map on to any of these insights, but again, it it helps us to ensure that we're driving a truly inclusive approach and that we're considering what matters most to our targeted investors. I think that's well said, Alicia. Um, surveys are guides. They're not predictive tools, right? And I think it's also, I love what you said about um, cultural groups not being a monolith, right? So I think even when we think of each of the cultural groups that we've talked about, they are 
really underneath the hood. It's part of a broader diaspora within each cultural group. And so we're really looking for broad trends that we can use to guide our actions, but it would be a mistake to extrapolate that to think that every member of that community has had the same experience. So I love that that sort of really thinking through the limits on data and what you can do with data. So finally, for our listeners who are interested and, and want to learn more about the Invest Advanced Survey, where can they go to see either the first survey or, or this most recent uh, installment of Insights? Oh, for more insights, please, I, I encourage everyone to visit UBS.com slash invest to advance. I'd also encourage the audience to sign up for the Art of Living Well newsletter for for these insights and additional information around how we are truly tapping into these communities. Right, and they can also find that newsletter through the UBS Multicultural Investors page or the Invest Advance page, correct? That's absolutely right, and that, that URL is ubs.com slash multicultural dash investors. Perfect. Well, Alicia, this has been fun because I think all of the work that we do is guided by insights, and I appreciate you taking the time to educate us and the audience on the journeys of multicultural investors. Thanks so much for taking the time and sharing with us your expertise. Thanks again for having me, Mel. This is, this is really important work, so I'm really happy that we're able to share it. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services, Inc. offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC-registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC-registered broker-dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that you understand the ways in which we conduct business and that you carefully read the agreement and disclosures that we provide to you about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review Client Relationship Summary provided at UBS.com forward slash Relationship Summary or ask your UBS Financial Advisor for a copy. 